0: Episode 5. Hi there, and welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw, your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help you get ahead. Hi there and welcome to episode five of the Getting Ahead podcast. This week's episode is going to be focusing on two main areas. Um, The first one being uh, content distribution uh, and exactly what that means and the second one is uh, around audience building and I feel these two uh, are a good pair to have together um, so starting with a content distribution strategy this is the idea that we've created our wonderful creative content that is going to be really useful to uh, to our audience and uh, now we want to make sure that they're, they're going to see it um, and so it's, it's really important to understand that more than ever now, um, it's, it's even harder to get people uh, to, to pay attention to what we've got to say. There's so many different things that are fighting for our attention on a daily basis from emails to text messages, phone calls, social media. Um, all these different uh, areas are fighting for our attention on a daily basis and hundreds of thousands of people. Com- all over the world equally all want our attention and want us to listen to what they've got to say. So with all of that noise, how do you sort of stand out and make sure that your content gets seen? And we kind of covered a lot of that in episode four on, on making sure that you're creating content that's really valuable and really useful to your audience. Um, and, and so now it's just ensuring that you get that out there. and and the first thing to really consider is the fact that using things like um, social media is a great way to distribute your content uh, as is email marketing and it's worth noting on both of those um, different platforms that there is an awful lot of uh, other content going into them particularly on uh, social media where a tweet might literally only last a few seconds and um, this is why it's really important to, to understand this and notice that, you know, you might have a a couple of hundred or even a couple of thousand uh, Twitter uh, followers uh, or even Facebook fans, but the chances of them actually seeing your content at the time that you post them is very remote. Um, And likewise with email, it's a much higher chance that they're going to get seen, but still it's in amongst probably hundreds of other emails that get seen that day. So starting with the social media side, it's really important that if your content is genuinely really useful and really valuable, that you don't be concerned about posting that more than once. Uh, in actual fact, I recommend you post it often, um, as the chances of your audience being logged in and actually seeing that particular post at that time is highly unlikely. So it, even if your content was created six months ago, even a year ago, If it's still relevant today, if it's still effective and it's still useful and valuable today, there's no reason why you shouldn't be sharing that over your social media platforms. Now, this all sort of depends on the platform um, and and the size of your audience that's on there. Um, If you've got sort of very few people that are following you, maybe they don't want to be seeing you posting, uh, and you've only sort of got three or four pieces of content, they might not want to see that same content being revolved around on a daily basis. Um, That might sort of put them off sort of continuing to follow you. So this is where you've got to mix. Up your content, uh, you know, as a as a combination of, uh, of your own content, um, some promotional content, i.e. the stuff that's you know more geared towards selling, and also other people's content that's relevant to your subject matter that people are following you for. But still, once you've got lots of this different types of content from different places, absolutely make sure that you really utilise your own content and uh, and get it out there. So every couple of days, getting that post out there, and the one from last week, and the week before, and the one from three months ago, and the one from a year ago. As long as it's still relevant and it's actionable and it's still going to add value to your audience, that you absolutely should continue to to push that out via the social uh, media channels, um, knowing that those that do engage with that content, they're going to get value from it. Um, and when it comes to email, um, it's all about the subject line. In that matter, I wouldn't recommend sort of resending your email marketing. Uh, to the same audience over a period of time. But it's really important at that stage to make sure that your subject lines are really effective. Think about the types of emails you get every single day and when you wake up in the morning and you grab your smartphone and the first thing we generally do is we uh, we take a look at our inbox or multiple inboxes and we sort of filter out the rubbish, the stuff that's come through Inbox that's not that important to us, it's not actionable, you don't know where you've got it, it doesn't g- immediately grab attention and we're literally swiping and deleting um, and what we're left with is the stuff that's actionable that as soon as we sort of start the day officially, um, whether that be from home or from the office that's, that's the emails that we generally sort of prioritize. You need to make sure that your very first email Is exceptional the subject matter is enticing and makes them want to open it actually there's a creating information gap so they want the answer to that particular question um, to make sure they open it and then really deliver if you get that first one right then without question the next time they receive an email from you with an equally as good subject line they remembering the value you delivered from the first one and you're far more likely to get them to open that and you've got to continue that theme make sure every time you deliver an email that they felt as Though they've got value from that email, you're not asking them for something, you're delivering something. Uh, and even at a time when later on you might do something a little bit more sales related, they're far more likely to engage with that as a result of the value that you've been producing over a period of time. And we'll do a little bit more on email marketing and its effectiveness at a later date. So that's a little bit about sort of content distribution. Now let's talk a little bit about audience building because. You may be thinking, that's all very well, but I I don't actually have an audience at this time or a very small one. So how do you go about creating an ideal audience? And the first place you really need to start and need to consider is where are my customers and my prospects, where are they playing? What areas, what social networks, what websites are they looking at? Where are they going today to get their inspiration, to get their knowledge, their information, and to keep themselves updated? So that might be on LinkedIn. It may be a LinkedIn group. Uh, maybe you're uh, you're in the B two C environment, and you're, maybe it's a Facebook group. Um, it all depends on the the product or the service or the cause that you're representing, um, as to which sort of platform is is the best place for them. Now, most all small businesses today will probably have uh, both a Twitter presence uh, and a Facebook presence. Um, and for those that are sort of more in in a creative sector and have something that's more visual, um, again, you might have YouTube videos or maybe using something like Pinterest or Instagram. Uh, as they're sort of more visual in nature but it's all about the best platform that's going to deliver that piece of content Um, and the platforms that you really want to be spending the most time on are the ones where your prospects and your customers are engaging the most so once you've identified the exact platforms that you want to be sort of spending the time then it's a case of really understanding that network that platform and, and sort of engaging with it as it was designed for. Don't necessarily just you know create content for all of them um, and just hit them all with the same type of content because it really isn't necessarily the best way of doing it. People have a very different intention when they um, go to a social network. Very different sort of intention when they go to Facebook, which is primarily really for people to connect with friends and family um, and you know to find out what's going on in their lives maybe not the best place for... um particular types of content. And that's not to say that B2Bs shouldn't engage in Facebook because there's an awful lot of value in doing so. Um, but it's just really understanding the type of content that you're publishing or the types of conversations you'll be having on that particular platform. Where Twitter is, uh, again, once again, a very different type of platform um, and, and really successful for a lot of B2B environments and also a very conversational uh, platform as well. So kind of mixing up the, the, your use of that platform. Um, and so the way to actually build an audience on there is again is then by posting this relevant useful interesting content um, onto these platforms and having the types of conversations that the platform was intended for um, that's going to attract your ideal sort of audience there's all sorts of you know people who will sit there and follow hundreds and thousands of people um a, a day and they've really got the sole intention of somebody following them back um and uh, there's an awful lot of that that goes on there people just want the ability to sell to somebody and that's really that's not really an ideal audience you may well have three four five thousand people that are following you but the truth is if they're only following you because they wanted you to follow them back or because they want to sell something to you any messages that you are posting on there are you know going to be pretty much irrelevant in most cases to these people and they're probably not going to be engaging with them. So for me, these really big numbers are very much vanity metrics and and they're not something that I like to to, to really promote. You know, it doesn't impress me to see someone with thousands of followers. What's important to me is, you know, the sorts of content they're posting, are they adding value? So I wrote a blog post on this and you can find this uh, on my blog and it's called, you know, why I'd be happy with just 10 Twitter followers. Because if I was adding value to just 10 people and they were engaging my content, uh and they were taking steps and taking action and results of it, and I was making a difference, and they potentially might be a customer at some point, then then that's really the, the ultimate goal for me. Um, not necessarily to have tens of thousands of, uh, of particular followers. Um, that's not what I'm interested in. I am very much and really truly believe that it's all about adding value. So that's it for this week, guys. I really hope that's been useful, and um, I will see you in the next episode. Um, if you do listen to this uh, via iTunes, I would be really grateful if you could uh, just Uh, make sure you subscribe and and give me a review, um, whether that's good, bad or indifferent, that's absolutely fine. And you can also find us on Stitcher for Android devices, and you can always listen direct on the website using the Smart Podcast Player. Thanks so much guys, and I'll speak to you next week.